0: Welcome to Doctors of Tomorrow 56 podcast, a medical podcast for anyone ranging from middle school students to attending physicians, and for anyone interested in learning more about the medical field from all around the world. Welcome to this very exciting episode. Today we have a medical student. Her name is Kirti, so without further ado, we introduce Kirti. Hi, how are you? Hi, thank you. First of all, thank you so much for your time and we hope you're having a wonderful day. Of course. You're a medical school student. What year are you in?
1: So I'm a second year at Vcom, yeah. Virginia College of Osteopathic Medicine. Well, it's called Edward Via, but yeah, I'm a second year. Oh. Um
0: what inspired you? Or like when did you want when did you know you wanted to pursue medicine?
1: So I know I wanted to pursue so Okay, so first of all, um, growing up, my mom is a doctor. She's a nephrologist at Hopkins. So I was very used to seeing her coming home very late after a super long day. And I would normally think, wow, she must be so tired. But she always came home so happy. And she just, she had this look of like pure satisfaction on her face because she was, she was, she was helping save other people's lives, helping patients feel better, being a good support system to them. And I was very inspired by that. And then I also, on top of that, I noticed how I really was into science and math a lot, and so that kind of um, that kind of like brought me into either engineering, which my dad did, or medicine, which my mom did. And with engineering, I noticed that okay, it's very interesting when it comes to like problem solving, and that was really cool. But I just love the uh, people aspect of medicine, the people to people interaction, um, how much you get to. How, how much you get to interact with other um, with other people. And so being a people person myself, I was like, okay, I like science. I know I wanna be around people and help them. So then I, as a high school student, I started um, shadowing and volunteering with several doctors. And during that time, I was just, it, further solidified my interest in medicine. And then I decided to apply to several uh, med programs in high school, um, so that for college. So it was basically like a guaranteed med med program. And so then I specifically applied to DO programs. And then um, I ended up going to youth sciences and I was part of their eight year BSDO program. And um, during my time at youth sciences, I was a biology major and I decided to launch here at the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. I was always very interested in kids, so I wanted to get a little bit further involved with it, and I was a bedside buddy, and as a bedside buddy, I would basically be taking care of kids, like holding them, just being around them, like giving them company, playing with them, talking to them, and honestly, one of my favorite memories of college was genuinely spending my Friday nights with babies or toddlers and giving them company, making them feel loved, showing them affection that they probably weren't getting because a lot of them were also um, um, in the hospital due to like neglect. So just being able to make them feel better by just being with them just made me feel so satisfied. And just like thinking about that just made me like, it's one of my like best memories of Philly.
0: Oh, that's like really sweet to be honest. (laughs) Thanks. So you said that you majored in biology. Am I right? Yes. So what undergrad did you go to? Or I mean, it was a BSMD
1: program, right? No. So I oh. went to University of the Sciences in Philadelphia, and I was part of a BSDO program.
0: Oh, oh, so BSDO. Oh, okay.
1: Yeah. So um, how's how's medical school like right now? So, right now, we just basically finished our preclinicals the second year, and now we're just studying for boards. Oh, well, good luck on your board, board exams. Thank you. Yeah, they're in July. So, we're just going, we're just reviewing everything we've learned the past two years, and just trying to solidify everything and take our board exams, and then we head on to rotations in July.
0: What type of doctor do you want to become, and, or what are you planning on
1: specializing in the future? So I really want to go into pediatrics. As I said, I was a volunteer at CHOP for my college career. Um, I've always been very interested in pediatrics at a very young age. I shadowed a pediatrician for a few years in high school, did research with her, and then um, I was also a bedside buddy at CHOP. And I just, as a future DO, we practice preventative medicine a lot. And I believe that we should practice preventative medicine for all age groups. But I feel that there's a specific emphasis with children especially because doing early lifestyle modifications and interventions early on can have a profound impact on their future health so it's nice because we'll be able to treat them from a very early stage and help them have a good and healthy future um on top of that i just feel that children are a very vulnerable population and i kind of want to help them and help them just to, like help them feel better. Um, yeah. So that's kind of the reason why. And then being a bedside buddy at CHOP just like hit different.
0: Well, we think that's like really wonderful since like you said mm-hmm. that like you're that like children are like the most like vulnerable.
1: Cause they yeah my heart really just got to the vulnerable population so yeah so it's definitely pediatrics is definitely like very high on my list i do have like two others that i am considering so it all depends on how rotations go but i've also been very interested in OBGYN. Um, I did shadow ob OBGYN in high school for a few years in, during the summer, and I just find maternal fetal health to be super, super interesting. I like the women's, um, the female reproductive system is very interesting, very intricate. And I just want to, I just love, I just love learning about it, especially in medical school and just seeing how everything interplays. And for me, like having kids one day is something like very big to me and I know that like for a lot of people who want to have kids it's like something that's very important to them and I just think that like evolving further into OBGYN and learning more about the maternal fetal um fetal dynamic is like was is, like very fascinating and specifically within OBGYN I really was like looking into fertility because um a lot of my cousins actually have like um have PCO- PCOS and I just saw like how much of a struggle it can be sometimes to have kids and being, and and especially like during my second year in medical school, during my reproductive endocrinology block, I like loved learning about all the different hormones and how they all interplay. It was kind of like a puzzle for me. So fertility is definitely on my list as well.
0: Well, oh, that's like really wonderful, to be honest. uh, Could you tell us more about like uh I forgot the name of it but you mentioned that your cousins have it or like something like that like Uh, so it's just
1: it's just it's um polycystic um it's just it's called PCOS it's called um I mean sorry it's it's pcos is called polycystic ovarian syndrome and i mean it's a it's nothing like a lot of people have it especially it could be caused from obesity could sometimes be genetic and there are de- definitely like very good treatments out there it's just like some they don't like sometimes they don't have their periods regularly and um but there are like so many amazing treatments for it but it, i mean like fertility is still something that they do have to like work towards sometimes and my cousins have had to
0: oh that's like really wonderful, to be honest not not that they have it, um, just that like you want to like go into like mm-hmm. that type of doctor because of like many reasons that you know of. Yeah. okay, so uh what do you
1: what did you enjoy most about medical school and undergrad? So, okay, so I'll start off with undergrad. What I loved most about undergrad was, first of all, going to school in Philadelphia. I had so many resources and opportunities because youth sciences was very into research. Um, It was a small school, so I had a really good relationship with a lot of my professors. And we were also very close to different universities, like University of Pennsylvania, and they had so many hospitals, like Jefferson, CHOP. And so I was able to kind of like branch out and work with different doctors on research and volunteering. So I really liked that um so that was like a big part of my undergrad career. It was just like having so many connections in Philadelphia, and then I moved to um then I moved to uh, med school, and one big part that I loved about med school was just obviously I like loved the content I loved learning about the human body it was very fascinating to me. We were very busy, but what always helped was enjoying what I was learning, and more than that, I met amazing friends in med school who were like such an such a wonderful support system and yeah, I really like med school overall. (laughs) Well,
0: that's, like, really wonderful that you mentioned that, like, your friends and, like, where you went to undergrad, that you had, like, a connection, like, a, like, a friendship with um, your professors and also the students Mm -hmm. in your school. Because, like, I know many don't have it, but, like, that's really good that you did. Okay, uh, yeah,
1: it's in, like different office hours, especially if you have questions, not being afraid to speak up for questions, and um, I think that like helps a lot with forming good relationships with your professors, so they know they know more about you too.
0: Yeah, especially like right now with like um, the pandemic, mm-hmm. most students like I cannot like like personally like me I cannot like have a really strong connection with like the professors than like last year.
1: Yeah, I can imagine how um, COVID must play a role. I would say like um, sending them emails, introducing yourself, and saying like just like asking them if you have like any questions about what they've said, and honestly, just like introducing yourself would honestly be a really good step.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, how are you able to stay uh, motivated while in medical school? Like right now, especially now they're in the pandemic.
1: Oh, so, I mean. Yeah, especially with the pandemic, I mean, it motivates you more with so much going on in the healthcare system, right? So um, I think with COVID, we did go online. So it definitely was a huge change because we didn't get to see our classmates as we never, we never really got to see our classmates, especially last year and our professors. But I think what keeps us going is honestly, we ha- we just have so many exams, um, one after the other every week. So we're just constantly studying and we know we have to get this done, and we truly enjoy the content, so we kind of just, like, go day by day. And after, co- um, actually, like, after, I think, like, after last summer, we actually went, like, it was sort of kind of hybrid. Like, labs were online, I mean, labs were in person, and then, and so were exams, but then lectures were, like, um, virtual.
0: At some point when your labs, did
1: you ever, like, get, like, nervous
0: that you might get exposed to COVID?
1: Um, so our school, VCOM, did it really well. They did a very good job with how they kind of managed COVID. We were marking, we were reporting our symptoms, we had any symptoms every single day. And we chose one partner in the entire class of like 180 um 170 students. And that partner could either be a roommate or a friend, and that would be your only partner for the entire year that you perform omM on and go to anatomy lab with so and then they also divided our class into four different groups, so they would assign they would assign times for like group one to go into lab during this time, group two, group three, group four. So our group, our, we were kind of in a classroom of just like 40 people, it was very spread out, constantly being sanitized when our partner was that one partner we chose from the beginning. So they did a very good job overall with um, kind of helping with the whole COVID pandemic.
0: Well, that's really wonderful to hear because like I know many like schools or like colleges, they, don't, they didn't have like a specific like plan for COVID.
1: Yeah, VCon was very organized about it. And overall, they tried their best to still be able to let us come in and learn.
0: That's really wonderful that, like, your um, school didn't just stay, like, online. It, it was a hybrid. Yeah. Yeah, like, kind of, like, somewhat the experience of, like, actual, like, medical school mm-hmm. instead of just, like, lectures and lectures after lectures and, like, online.
1: Right, like, right, right,
0: right. Right. <laughs> Okay. Um, How many years will it take you to become
1: the type of doctor you want if the, in the future, if you may know? So does that include, like, from moving forward, or how long would it have taken me overall? Like, overall. Okay, so first we have 12 years of schooling all the way to high school, four years of undergrad, so it's 16 years for you, and then we have four years of um med school so that's another 20 years and then peds if i wanted to do peds which i most likely want to go into that'd be another three years so 23 years and then if i wanted to specialize depending on what you would add another two or three for fellowship
0: oh i mean that's like i mean like time flies and like what are you gonna like like for the um for like our listeners of like if, like if you may like be thinking that like 23 years well time flies right and like yeah for sure uh,
1: so especially because college just flies by and then in med school you're very busy time literally like it feels like i started med school like yesterday but but at the same time like it's because i've had so many exams it just like flies by so quickly
0: wow okay you first began medical school did you ever get nervous you might do something wrong or like you might or like imposter syndrome
1: yeah for sure i mean there's always that level of intimidation um but i think it's important to also believe in yourself have a sense of have some confidence in yourself and know that you wouldn't have, you came this far for a reason and just trust yourself and i think the most important thing that i tell myself is i'll always put my best foot forward and know that i maximize p- potential and try everything that i can
0: but that's like really wonderful to hear that you have like those thoughts instead of like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I may not like be cutting up or something.
1: Yeah, and I think it's very important and something that I still struggle with is you should not compare yourself to your peers. Everyone is on their own track. Um, you're doing your own you're doing your own thing and just regardless of what others are doing, you gotta focus on you, focus on your interests and put your best foot moving towards that. Yeah, that's like
0: that's, like, the number one tip for, like, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> OK, so um, what does your day look like as a medical student?
1: OK, so back in college, I honestly used to sleep late, but with medical school, I don't know if it's because I've been getting older, but um, I try to sleep. By honest, the latest, I usually stay up is probably midnight or 1 if I have an exam, but a typical night, I probably go to sleep around like 11, and then I wake up around 7, and um, then I immediately, so as soon as I wake up, I do my own like morning routine, Um, I'll brush my teeth, wash my face, and then eat breakfast, and then as soon as I eat breakfast, um, I'll call up my parents or my grandma, talk to them for a bit and then I'll immediately start studying um and usually like especially with boards right now we our days are pretty much like eight hours of studying um so we'll just like honestly I just get straight to studying and then usually I'll take a lunch break eat lunch I won't I usually make it a rule to never study while I eat so that's one thing I'll either watch Netflix or call my friends and eat and then after that um usually around like four or five especially with the weather being out so nice I generally look forward to like running outside or walking or taking walks so I'll probably go I'll probably work out for like 30 to 40 minutes a day and then shower um and then after that I'll probably eat a little bit of dinner and then I'll get back to studying for the next like couple of hours and then usually by the end of the night when it's like 10 I'll probably like slow down with my studying and kind of like get in my my bed and do whatever I have left and then I'll probably like talk to my parents or talk to my friends and um, maybe if I had time I would like watch a show and then I would sleep.
0: It's like really great to hear that like you you're not only like studying you have Mm -hmm. like life like a personal life like you take care of yourself like mentally and you talk with your family and like friends to like a source of like happiness and like you um go out for a run as like a source for your body like yeah so, that's really
1: Andrew, the beginning of first year so i always tell people that my second year of med school was honestly Um, easier for me than my first year of med school. First year was very hard to get adjusted to the new curriculum. I was far away from home. Um, And then I just like, I was still trying to figure out what works for me studying-wise. And I was constantly, um, I was it was a lot of mental growth too because I was like comparing myself to others. I was like, wow, these people have gotten like 20 passes done and I'm still on my like second pass and I would get like very stressed. I'd feel this constant need to be only studying, not doing anything else for myself. And honestly, it just wasn't working for me. And then I started like, I started like um, making even, I started making like really good friends towards like halfway or first year. And I noticed that like, these friends were taking like a lot of breaks. They were like doing their own thing. They were just like, they weren't comparing themselves. They were just focusing on what works for them. They knew what worked for them. They took breaks and they didn't compare themselves and they just worked towards what they knew would be best for them. And then I kind of like was very inspired by that. And I was like, you know what? Like I don't think I can get 20 passes done and not do my best. I feel like I can do two or three passes, know it really well um, and then just move forward with that. And then I was able to take my breaks with that. And honestly, the more relaxed you are and the happier you are the more you can you're, the more your mind is also able to retain so after ever since like halfway through first year i was able to start balancing um balancing a personal life doing stuff for myself and then also doing well in school and honestly my grades improved after i was able to uh, after i was doing stuff for myself and then second year it just got better and better um as time progressed with how i was managing my time and more than that i just medicine is a field where you're always going to be busy so I feel that I per- I really want a good work life balance so I still strive to honestly still be better with it and just make time for myself as well.
0: Well, oh, that's like really wonderful that you have that you made friends with like people that take like time to for themselves instead of just like studying and like what you said like people do better when like they take time to do themselves and just like
1: um and sure. yeah what do you love about being a medical student? Oh, okay. All right. So what do I love being about a medical student? Um, I love that we even though we're still medical students, we're still very involved with the healthcare, um with healthcare. We're still very involved with the community. Um As medical students, we're still able to go to local high schools and do, help do physical checkups. Of course, with the supervision of a physician. Um, Before pre-COVID, we were able to go on mission trips and um, to various countries and kind of like provide healthcare for them. So even though we're not a full physician, we're still able to perform a lot and help others through basic physical exams with the supervision of a physician. And honestly, I really like um, having standardized patient every block. Uh, standardized patient is basically, they hire someone to basically act as a patient and we act as a doctor. And I really love it because it kind of it, it's kind of what we will be doing in the future after we graduate medical school. So it gives us a taste of that. And I love... Being able to see someone and asking them questions and learning about them and knowing and like coming up with a treatment plan for them, so I love that. Even though we're not doctors yet, we still get a taste of the real medicine out there.
0: Well, that's like really wonderful to hear because, like, <clears throat> being a doctor isn't like uh, isn't like another career, which was which is like just you sitting in a desk and just like staring at a computer. You you mm-hmm. get to get involved in like a patient's life, right. Okay, um, was applying to medical school worth it at the end?
1: Of course, um, I'm not a doctor yet, but um, as a second-year medical student, I really love um what I have been learning, and I'm excited to see what else is in store, especially in rotations and moving forward.
0: So hopefully, whatever's like in store for you, it's like you you really enjoy it like in the future, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, so um, if you had the opportunity to go back in time, would you do it all over again? Like applying and all that?
1: Yeah, for sure. So like I said, like, I wouldn't go back on my decision because growing up as a kid, I always wanted to be, I always knew I wanted to work with kids. I wanted to be a pediatrician and that still hasn't changed. And I know that for sure, because like after being in um, college, like as a bedside buddy at a children's hospital, and then even though I've just finished two years of medical school, I've always been so interested in the pediatric lectures that we've had. And I've tried my best to be very involved with um, the AAP, it's an organization for pediatrics. And yeah, so with a goal like that, so early on, and me still being able to maintain that passion, I know that there's nothing that I would probably change.
0: Oh, that's, like, really wonderful to hear, It's like, I know that, like, many, like, medical students right now, or, like, doctors, they just do it, like, for the money, and, like, that's not, like, a motivation to go into, like, medicine just for the yeah, money. Yeah, for
1: sure. And if you go into it for the money, it'll be very hard to, it'll honestly be very hard to get through medical school, because it's a very, it's not at all easy. You have, you're going through so much, it's a really grueling process, and so you have to also have the passion to be able to um get through it mentally. Yeah. So
0: as we just said that like money isn't like the motivation, like to go into medicine, But do you recommend to our listeners to not have the mentality of only becoming a doctor for the money, but instead help and save lives in the future?
1: For sure. So medicine is not like people say it's good. Like you should go into it if, if you want money. But honestly, medicine really isn't isn't that money oriented at all. If you want to go into medicine, it, ha- it should be because you generally want to help people. It's a very, it's a very long process. And unless you have that passion to be able to wanna work with people and help them, it'll be very hard to get through it mentally. Yeah,
0: cause last um, doctor that we interviewed, he said the same thing that like, he knows like many um, doctors, which are like his colleagues, which, mm-hmm. which only, which like have the mentality of only like the money they, they he's he mentioned that like they have a lot of money like yeah but like they are the like they hate their job like they're not like happy at all they just like go into
1: work just because exactly and medicine is not medicine as a doctor you're going to be working long hours if all you want is money you're not going to be happy and not being happy for so long of your life in medicine is not something that you would want
0: Yeah, as you just said, you might, like, you're gonna work, like, like, for, like, more than eight, eight hours, and, like, the doctor, like, the previous doctor that we interviewed, he said that, like, doctors get calls at, like, 3 a.m. in the morning if, like, supposedly
1: a patient's like, at the hospital and, like, is dying or, like, needing, um. Exactly, exactly. It's not something that you can just fake being interested in. You genuinely have to be interested to be able to get through such a long process. Yeah. and long hours like you said
0: yeah because like if they just go into like i want the money they're mm-hmm. gonna be waking up at like 4 a.m in the morning all exhausted or like or
1: um mad at the patients like that's yeah awkward. my 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 number one advice is generally like you should be able to have you should have that passion to want to work with people to want to help people it should not be at all money oriented because if that is the medicine is not the field for you
0: yeah. And like, I'm sure there's a lot of other careers that have a lot of other careers that make money. a lot of money, too. Exactly. And like, yeah. Okay, so um, what would you recommend to your listeners to be doing right now as either high school students or college students to prepare for medical school?
1: I would say um, my first thing is get out there and shadow doctors that are willing to let you shadow them, especially because I, I do know that it is COVID time. But... Um, after COVID passes, I would try to get involved with different physicians, shadow them, see how their day is, talk to them, ask them how they feel about it. Um, definitely just get out there and be a little bit more exposed so you know what medicine entails. And then I would also say volunteer a lot because volunteering is some you want to be able to help out the community because that's what you'll be doing as a physician. So just being able to do that from an early age will kind of set a good mindset for you.
0: Yeah, so as you just mentioned, like volunteering, should our listeners um, be volunteering at like hospitals or like anywhere, like clinical volunteering? Anywhere,
1: a volunteering is a selfless act where you try to help your community. You can work at nursing homes, you can work at hospitals, libraries, I know as a high school student, I was uh, volunteering at libraries, uh, volunteering at temples, um, just like various things. I also volunteered at hospitals, but just volunteering is always going to be volunteering. It's always helping out the community. But I think volunteering in the hospital, especially in college, would be very helpful because you're getting more and more exposed to the medical field. If you want to see if you're interested in medicine, you want to go into it, my number one advice is get more involved with it so you're able to see what it really entails, whether that's shadowing, research, or volunteering yeah
0: that's like the number one thing that like college students should be doing and and mm-hmm. like also like maintaining their grades in um college, yeah
1: of course, maintaining your grades is important,
0: yeah, okay, so um, what did you do
1: to prepare for medical school so besides um shadowing, like I had mentioned, I shadowed a lot, I volunteered a lot um I was very involved with, obviously, like, I maintained my grades. I studied for the MCAT as well. And then I just uh, worked with different um, mentors for research and other opportunities where I was just able to get a little bit more involved in the medical field.
0: So you mentioned the MCAT. Um, Was it stressful, like, studying
1: for it? Um, the MCAT was, I think the most stressful part of it was definitely the car section, the verbal section. I was never very, I was never really a reader growing up, so it definitely hurt me with that, but I think practice makes perfect with that, practicing a couple of passages every day. But besides that, I, the MCAT wasn't as stressful because it was still very interesting. I loved, um, I loved learning the biology section, I loved learning psych, so and the um campus section, I always loved chemistry, so it was like, it wasn't as bad, but I think cars was definitely the part that made it the most stressful for me. But I kind of, I kind of, and I'm a person who loves having routine to my day, and the MCAT, something for the MCAT was kind of a routine for me, like... I would wake up at I would wake up at like eight o'clock nine o'clock and I love um, going to the temple to like pray because praying just gives me a lot of confidence and helps me feel that okay something has got my back um, and I believe a lot in God so regardless of how much I had to do that day I'd always go to that temple that was ten minutes away from my house pray to God and then I would head to Starbucks I love studying at coffee shops study um, at Starbucks so like the evening. I loved my environment at Starbucks and I loved um, just like having a routine, having a plan, going through it with the MCAT. And then I also had, um, yeah, so then I I would also take breaks because there was a lot nearby There were like restaurants or like nail salons. So if I like finish a practice test, maybe like like, once, uh, like after a practice test during like during a month, I'd go and like get my nails done. So it was just like, I kind of had a routine. I kind of had things um going forward for me to look forward to after I was like done studying so I would, I honestly enjoyed my time studying for the MCAT
0: that's like really wonderful to hear because like read or like seen like medical like um pre-meds that mm-hmm. don't have like a um like a daily schedule to study for the MCAT they just like study for like all day and like maybe they get stressed or like mad at it or something
1: yeah. Yeah, I think it's definitely important to take breaks when you study for them. Cat, Do stuff for yourself. For me, that was going to the temple or um, just, like, going to restaurants near the Starbucks that I was at or getting my nails done occasionally. Um, yeah, so I think it's important to also be able to do stuff for yourself so you have things to look forward to as well.
0: Yeah, that's, like, the number one tip for, like, or else you just, like, burn yourself out.
1: Exactly. And also, um, one more thing I forgot to mention was I had a good group of friends also studying for the MCAT. They weren't studying with me. They were, like, other people would be in different states, but we would constantly be texting each other, like, okay, like, what are you studying today? Like, how are you doing? Um, it was very nice having other people also studying with you and talking to them.
0: Yeah, I think that's, like, really wonderful, because, like, if, the if, like, I'm pre-med, it's just, like, um studying, like, without anyone
1: to talk to or, like, talk about, like, math. Med- yeah, like, like, there should be... There should be support, I think there are groups um, online that they have like support groups for people studying for the MCAT, so I would look into that. At least that's what I've heard. I've never been part of one, but.
0: But hopefully, because like a lot of um, pre-meds maybe are like shy to like talk to other pre-meds or something. Mm
1: -hmm. Right, right.
0: Okay, so um, was applying to medical school stressful, and if so, how did you stay motivated while applying? um
1: applying to med school was as applying to med school it's always going to be stressful but for me like I I think that I knew that I wanted to go into school I tried I knew I had tried my best for everything that they would have wanted um and I just I knew that I had I tried everything I maximized my potential most hopefully um and I just knew that I was giving my best foot forward so I just tried to have faith and confidence that I would probably get into the school that I wanted to. And to have a mentality that, okay, I know that I've done what I can, and this is with my full heart, and here it is, leaving it to faith and trying my best with interviews and just trying to have hope in the process.
0: Well, that's really great to hear that you have, that you had hope. Mm-hmm. Like many pre-meds that are probably, like, applying maybe don't have the hope
1: and, like, just, like, stop I I think it's just important to trust in yourself and also trust that med school, medical schools are not just trying to reject you just to reject you. They're going to take you if they generally think that you can, you'll be a good fit for them and you'll be able to be a good successful doctor at the end of the day.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, um, did COVID-19 impact you on your daily and your weekly and daily life as a medical student? And if so, how did it impact you?
1: Um, I think... when it comes to school it did impact me a little bit um especially last year in the beginning when our school did completely shut down because we weren't able to go to anatomy lab which which kind of um which kind of sucked at the end because i still wanted to see like how like i it was it's different learning from a textbook versus seeing like actual cadavers so that part was kind of was was kind of disappointing but I also knew that like there's something else that we could do so we did our school did give us like amazing softwares like grants dissector where we were able to see um, like pictures of a cadaver and what looks inside and Rowan's um, just utilizing other textbooks but yeah so I think like not going to lab in the beginning of in the end of first year was kind of just was um, kind of impacted me a little bit but we still tried to make our make the most out of it and then I'd also say just not being able to see your friends, not being able to go to the library or sitting at coffee shops because everything did shut down. And personally, for me, I never really liked sitting at home. I love to go to coffee shops, especially in the libraries. But I mean, COVID kind of taught me how to like love sitting in my room now. So I, I don't really leave my room as much anymore.
0: Oh, that's really great. That's really great to hear that you have a friend group.
1: hmm.
0: Okay, so um, do you have any tips for, for our listeners for the future? So
1: for the future, um, my biggest tip is genuinely going to medicine if you're passionate about it. If you're passionate about it, you can do anything and you'll be happy. Um, and I would also say to figure out that passion, try to get more involved in the medical field. Go shadow doctors, volunteer, just be a little bit more exposed to it so you know what it also entails to figure out that that really is truly your passion.
0: Yeah, that's like, that's, that's the one, that's the number one tip that like every doctor or medical student says. Mm-hmm. And that's really true, because if, if you don't, then you'll be miserable with your job and abuse. For sure, for sure. Okay, so that's like the last of the questions that we have for you today. Okay. So, um, once again, thank you so much. Um, Kirti, if I'm pronouncing it. Yes. Okay. No my friend's called Kiriti too. Okay. So I was like, so that's, I, yeah, at first I pronounced it incorrectly, but she, um, correct me, thankfully. (laughs) Okay. Okay, So, um, thank you so much Kiriti for your time and we hope you have a wonderful day and good luck in the future. And yeah, thank you so so much. much. Yeah. Let
1: me know if you have any questions, you can always shoot me an email. Um, yeah, I hope you have a great day too. Thank you so much. Bye.